Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a problem that many real estate investors experience. It's also rarely talked about. We're talking about solitary confinement. A large number of real estate investors spend a large percentage of their time working on their own. For many investors, the list of solo tasks seems endless. The bill payments, reviewing leases, reviewing construction reports, posting updates on social media, responding to email, completing the application for building permits, reading the latest update on your insurance policy. The list is endless. It all feels like busy work. This was not the carefree life of passive income and financial freedom that was talked about in the weekend seminar when you got into real estate investing at the very beginning. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you there's no such thing as passive income. Real estate is an active business, just like running any service business. It's like running an engineering firm or an airline. Real estate is a capital-intensive business, and therefore, a disproportionate amount of emphasis is placed on the capital aspects of the venture, and not the operating parts. There is a problem with the do-it-yourself model of real estate investing. It means that you're doing it all yourself. It means that you've not hired the staff needed to build a sustainable business. I was talking earlier this week with an investor who was struggling with this very issue. The key is to hire. But before you can hire, you need to be working on projects that have sufficient scale, sufficient size to afford the hiring. Your first hire should absolutely be a professional bookkeeper. After that, you want to hire someone who can truly step into your shoes and perform just about any task that you might do yourself. Your goal is to replace yourself. If you hire a virtual assistant, You can definitely get some help, but in my experience, the caliber of work that you can delegate is limited. In most cases, you end up delegating tasks, but not responsibility. It's a big difference between those two. The delegated task, even when it's completed, comes back to you. And if it comes back to you, then the leverage you get from hiring is dramatically diminished. The next issue with hiring is whether to hire full-time or part-time. You might not have enough work or enough money to afford full-time. In my experience, part-time employees have a number of things going on in their lives. It can be difficult to count on deliverables when you only have a part-time commitment. In particular, I find that part-time arrangements are rarely long-term arrangements. You're likely to get into a cycle where your employee gets offered a full-time job elsewhere and you're back into hiring again, training again, and in the transition, all of the work comes back to you as if you'd never hired before. Whatever help you had in the past vanishes. Whatever life balance had been restored disappears. When the skill level is not up to your level, you never truly delegate. When you hire, hire for attributes. You're looking for folks that really have a high degree of initiative. You can test for that in the interview process. There's a number of things that are vitally important when it comes to hiring. Oftentimes, people hire for skills, not attributes. That's what traditional HR has been advocating for decades. In fact, most of the employment legislation focuses on skills, not attributes. But you really want to hire for attributes. So you want to look at things like complexity of decision-making. Are they able to figure out what the problem is, what the variables are, and how to get it solved? What is their planning horizon? That is, how far into the future do they see in their planning? Do they see a few hours, a few weeks, or a few years? It makes a huge difference in terms of the level of work that you can delegate. What's their leadership ability? Do they have the ability to lead others? Because at the end of the day, real estate is a business where you have to lead lots of other people, even if they don't work for you. And finally, 
what is their initiative? Are they going to sit and wait for direction from you? Or when they see a problem, are they going to step in, jump in, and get the problem solved? These are all vitally, vitally important things for you to consider when it comes to hiring. When you hire the right person, they don't cost you money. They make you money. They free up your time so that you can focus on the things that are truly value-add from your perspective so you can get more deals done, you can get more properties in the portfolio, as opposed to getting stuck on the treadmill, the daily grind of managing the properties that are currently in the portfolio. If you want to overcome solitary confinement, you've got to grow your team. You've got to grow your business to the point where it can sustain itself. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.